Dads. Welcome to Big Dad Energy, the journey of parenting and adulting through the eyes of two young dads. I'm your co-host, Joe Lopez, and with me, as always, is my co-dad, Jared Shemansky. Jared, how the heck are you? Joe, I'm fantastic. Fantastic. It's Tuesday. Not, I mean, it's the most Mondayest Tuesday of all time. Because it really is. Like, not only are we doing our podcast recording on a Tuesday, but, like, we had yesterday off from work. Um, yeah. We did some fun stuff together, but, like... We t- did. Today's Tuesday, but Monday, you know, it's one of those things. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's already, like, tomorrow's Wednesday. Like, Loki's tomorrow morning already. It's like, boom, time's flying. Dang, it is. It is. Loki's coming up, and I'm excited for that. How are you doing? How was your day back at, at work? It was good. Uh, Long. It was a long day. A long Tuesday. Um, coming back after a long weekend is rough. Boy, I feel that. Boy, do I feel that. So much going on, right? I, uh, I run a customer service department and there's just people sending in emails all weekend long. I mean, they're off work. Not a care in the world. They're off work. What else they got to do but send emails to to your job, right? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. That's all they have to do. They're bored. Yeah, there. That's it. So it was good. Um, just long, just really, really long. Uh, I went into the office today. Going into the office tomorrow. So, yeah. I was doing that drive. What you commute like forty-five minutes each way? About an hour. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, it's rough. Uh, when I was back, when I was doing, you know, office five days a week, I was filling up my tank twice a week. Ugh. Yeah. That's it's that rough. Yo. You gotta get a work from home gig. I'm telling you. They so they gave us that option, and I said no. I'll be. I wouldn't mind a hybrid model. A couple days a week, like getting out of the house, being able to go in and be productive. Like I get that, but I also really enjoy working from home, and I'm very good at it. So, I I like it. So Joe, we hung out yesterday. We did. It was exciting, kind of. I mean. I mean, it was. It was. We got to all see each other and hang out. That was a blast. But uh, yeah, little did we know that the day after the 4th of July meant everything was closed. <laughs> Literally everything. It was exciting, though. It was nice to get to see you guys and like just have a dude afternoon. I know it. It was a big old mandate afternoon. It was fantastic. It was. It was great. But, you know, Ann Arbor just killed us. I, yeah, I don't know. It, I, I knew going in, like, hey, some places were probably going to be affected by, like, July, you know, the day after July 4th, people want right. to go off. Um, but I didn't account for all the restaurants that, like, didn't open until 4 o'clock on a Monday. Right. Because, right? like, it's Monday. It's, like, a work day. They don't need to be open for lunch. Uh, and that really put a killer on the, like, killed the mood. Like, there weren't any places yeah. to go just, like, grab a beer. They were all just, like, oh, we don't open till 4. We don't open till 4. Or we're not opening today, right? right? Yeah, so, I mean, I made you guys drive down to meet me halfway, and we just went to B-Dubs <laughs> and Hopcat, which is, there's those up there. Yeah, whatever. It was worth it. Whatever. I've yeah, never been to fun. the Ann Arbor Hopcat before. It was a whole new experience. Yeah, we did go to Grizzly Peak. Grizzly Peak was good. That was really good. Lunch was fantastic. The beer there was yes. really good, too. Beer was good. Pizza was good. Nachos. It was all delightful. It was. It was fantastic. So, yeah. backing up a day from the 5th of July, what did you guys do yes. for the 4th of July? 4th of July, we really didn't do too much. Jeez, um, Louise, two birds just almost attacked me. Oh, my gosh. This is what you get for putting your <laughs> office outside. Uh, You're just asking fourth, for it, really. 
I know. I'm going to get pooped on one time. These birds are just going to fly into my face. I mean, um, not that you don't deserve it, but. Right, exactly. Damn you, birds. Fourth <laughs> uh, of July, we didn't do a whole lot. It was kind of a low-key weekend. Um, mm-hmm. But on the 4th specifically, Kayla's family had rented out a pavilion at a uh, like a park in Tecumseh, which is, you know, five minutes away. Right. The town that we grew up in. And uh, so there's a park, there's a pavilion. It's kind of like the Parks and Rec Park, I guess. Like, that's where, like, uh, okay. there's a couple of baseball diamonds and soccer fields. Um, so we went there, and there was a splash pad. So we had lunch and uh, just kind of hung out with Kayla's family. We hadn't seen them since Christmas of 2019. Oh, damn. Yeah. So just kind of hung out, caught up, saw some right. of her cousins. And uh, and then Cora found this the splash pad it was hot as hell mm-hmm. and uh we decided we were going to go through it and cora just kind of stood on the outskirts of it like really excited and giddy like she gets like she just like squeals and like Bounces crumples up in a ball <laughs> but gets so she excited she go- can't move exactly she wouldn't go in so she she just kind of looked at me and like put her hand up in the air like <laughs> you got to do this too and i was yes. like ah damn it okay <laughs> So I went in like full button up shorts, like nice. just ran through the splash pad with her and she loved it. She was in there for probably a half an hour, just like playing Running in the water and, and screaming. Yeah. So nice. After Yeah. After that, we took a little break in the spa- splash pad and then she went back with Kayla's dad. And while she was in there, she got tackled by another little girl and Ugh. bit through her lip and Ooh. scraped her knees and. She was just a very sad, sad girl after that. But oh, she's that all sucks. good. Kids are made of rubber. Kids are made of rubber. That's absolutely true. It sucks, like, when you have all those kids bouncing around, it's like high-energy particles, right? Like, they're just bouncing yeah. around. They have no direction. They have no, like, place to go. They're just bouncing. And right. They're bound to run into each other. Yeah, and, you know, there's just water flowing all over the place. So it's, like, hard to see. And... Oh, yeah. But, yeah, she's good. She just, you know, was upset for a little bit. But, uh... Well, yeah, not too bad. Hopefully she's starting to feel a little bit better. Oh, yeah. She's still chaos. She's just crazy. Doesn't slow her down. Doesn't slow her down. Um, uh, that So that happened to us for, like, I would say the first big thing that happened. Uh, okay. Like, the first big boo-boo that happened. Or, okay. Uh, ben got a big old scratch in his chin because he got up on the dog water bowl and then slipped and scraped, and scraped his chin on the corner. We had a big, yeah. on his chin, he had, like, a big old scrape. And he only cried for about 30 seconds. Yeah. And then, I, so I didn't think it was a big deal. I thought maybe he missed it and just scared himself or maybe he bunked his head like he does that all the time. Um, and nope, he came back with this huge old scrape in his chin. And I was like, I can't believe you only cried for 30 seconds. Like that is, right. that is hella damage for, for only, you know, crying for a little bit. But you're right. Kids are just made of rubber. They're just rubber. Um, but yeah, so she's good. Uh, it was hot. It was a hot, hot Fourth of July. Oh my so gosh. what did you do? It's been a scorcher this like yeah. lo- weekend, just in general. Um, and so Katie's family came over. Um, so, so I'll go back. Saturday we went to Katie's grandparents. Um, who have a farm out uh on the west side, yeah. and that's you know where we got married, the same farm and stuff right. like that. Uh, so they were having people over. We went over. Um, and just. Hung out, ate some food. They had fried chicken. It was delicious. Um, so we uh we just hung out and ate. Was there for a few hours and came home. That was a nice little kickoff. Not too much um 
like not too responsibility heavy. And then Sunday, Katie's parents were going to come over. Um, Mm -hmm. so I just ran to the store, got some meats and cheeses, made a charcuterie board. Right. And then Katie's sister and her kids were coming, uh, were like, Hey, you know, we're not doing anything. We'll come over too. So they came over. Um, so I blew up the pool for the kids. Um, the first time we got the pool out and it was, it was really good. Also before all this, I can't believe I'm halfway through the day. and I didn't mention this. I also put all this on Instagram on an Instagram takeover. Um, that was pretty cool. I didn't do as much like talking into the camera this time. It was a lot of like pictures because boy, was I sweaty and not very like <laughs> put together to get, get on camera. Right. And I totally forgot if we back all the way up to the beginning of the day, I had to go to home Depot. That's how I kicked yeah. off my 4th of July. I was in line for Perfect. the opening of home Depot. <laughs> uh, what I needed was, so one of my gutters doesn't have a downspout. It's just ah. a hole in the gutter. I need a down, like a big old. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it had fallen off when we bought the house. Like it was on the ground when we bought the house. Right. Um, but it was, we bought it when it was wintertime. So it wasn't like a big deal. And I was like, oh, I'll just put it back up when spring comes around. What I didn't yeah. see is that it was smashed. The reason it was uh, on the ground is because it was stepped on. And those right. gutters like don't bend back out, you know, like once they bend, they're kind of like stuck that way. So I need to buy a downspout. And they didn't have one at Home Depot. I asked like three seconds. Really? Like, no, go to this aisle. And it was all PVC pipe. And they were like, oh, uh, go to that aisle. And it was all, the only thing they had were like the little ground downspouts that you attach to the bottom of the gutter. Right? Yeah. Um. So I don't know why they didn't have like full gutter pieces. Weird. That's weird. I, I have to go to Lowe's next time. Or Menards. Oh, uh, no. Or Menards. Menards always does rebates too. Maybe I'll just start going to Menards. They do. I uh I think it's where we got ours from was from Menards our downspouts, um, I love Menards but I love Home Depot. I do too. I love the the music behind Home Depot is what makes it. Bum, right. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> they also sponsor the college football uh like show pre show every Saturday, so yeah. it like always gives me that reminiscent of like hey it's Home Depot like college game day okay feeling it right. right? So I am absolutely a slave to marketing. Yeah. So, so what did you do on your Sunday? Because I saw it via pictures and it looked sweaty as hell. It was so bad. So I was supposed to, here's the list of things I was supposed to get done. Change yeah. the air filter. Yeah. I was supposed to get up and I'm borrowing my beer plugs, roof sized ladder, 10 foot or a 14 foot ladder. Um, right. So I was like, I have to get up and hang hooks and lights for the backyard. Mm-hmm. And then I also have to, um get in and do so by the way we've fully transitioned tool time this is next segment tool um (laughs) so i had to hang up uh, like the lights in the backyard and then i also needed to clean and change the gutters okay i had all of that to do and then um oh sorry i had more to do i also needed to hang up our doorbell um because i needed masonry bits because the front of our house is brick Right, masonry uh, drill bits. I didn't have them, and Tom had a hammer drill and masonry drill bits because he is very prepared and has every tool you ever need. Yeah. So I need to do that, and then I also needed to mount. I um I did letter or new numbers for our house. Um, right. Like sealed the wood, drilled and and put up uh new numbers on the house. So I had a whole bunch of just projects. My Fourth of July was Project Central. I was like, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to be productive and just get it all done. Yeah. Um, my day. So Home Depot started 
and we were on a good path. And then my day got a little derailed because I had to go to Trader Joe's to get the food. And when you're thinking about like house projects and you switch into like groceries, your mentality shifts, right? Like mm-hmm. two different muscles. Um, so I had to go get the food and get all that ready. And then when we got back, I, I severely underestimated how hot it was going to get. I was like, it'll be fine. Yeah. Like it's like 89. Like it'll be fine. Um, so we get out there. Tom comes over. He brings his pole saw. Right. So I changed the air filter. That's inside. That was all done. Easy peasy. Done. Check um, that off. Check yes. that one off. That one's done. Tom comes over. And he brings over his pole saw. But as we talked about, Tom's pole saw is a manual pole saw. Yeah. Oh. So between him and I sawing off sticks off this tree, you're just sawing back and forth in like 89 degree heat. I was I sweated through two shirts. Like no no, no joke. Sweated through two shirts. Getting all these branches down. Um Oof. But got them down. It was it was fine. We ate, you know, all this stuff. Um and then we got up and hung and drilled and put in eye hooks for the lights. Mm-hmm. But then when I plugged in the lights, only like every other light was working. Weird. And it wasn't like a bulb thing because if you wiggled some of the wires, like they would come on and then go off again. Um but they were semi-old lights, and they had been sitting in the shed for a little bit. So I was like, eh, we just ordered new ones. Like, I'm, right. I'm not going to go through and try and replace every bulb. I'm not going to try and buy replacement bulbs to try and figure it out. Like, bought new lights. Um, So now I'm going to go up and uh hang those this weekend. They actually just got here today. So maybe tomorrow after work, I'll go up in the backyard and hang those lights and uh get those up. And then I never yeah. got to the gutters. Because it was you too never hot. did your gutters. I, it was too hot, Joe. I I was disappointed. Up, after all the things that I did, getting up and standing on a ladder with a shovel to scoop out my gutters was like the last thing that I could imagine myself doing. It was so hot. You get on the roof and you use these hands. I have black shingles, Joe. I'm not gonna get up on my roof in 90 degree heat. I'm gonna melt my butt. <laughs> it's gonna be gone. You just gotta go. You know what you need to do? You need to go to your neighbor with the with the blower. Gas, I do with the blower and just, and just get say, in hey, there. Hey, bud. I see you like blowing everything. You think my battery blower could get the stuff out of there? I don't know if it's strong enough. No, it's, it's not. Dirt, we had we had know, one. Mud. Yeah, and like shingle mush. We had a battery blower, and it worked when they first fell. Like if it didn't right. get rained on, but it only lasted like fifteen minutes and it died. And I was like, oh, I. No, this is a small, tiny, tiny blower. I need a much bigger one. I did that with leaves too, right? Like, yeah. I, I blew the leaves with it uh, way back in the fall and it worked, but it took like three times longer than if I just ripped yeah. it. Because I'm just yep. sitting there and you get like a little bit and a little bit and a little bit and a little bit. And then like, I'm like, at this point, I might as well have just gotten the rake out and done like rake the whole thing because I'd be done by yes. now. Exactly. So. So. You got to do your gutters. You're a disappointment to the I world. I am a disappointment. I didn't do my gutters. But I did hang up the doorbell. So that's up. Technically, I hung the lights. But the problem is I split the wood. Oh, this whole lights. or the I'm sorry, not hung the lights. Hung the numbers. But yeah. th- this whole project has taken me months. Like months of getting the wood, drilling the wood, sealing. Like just finally doing it. We've had these numbers for like a year because we ordered right. them off Amazon, we moved in and just never like got around to doing it. 
And finally, it was going to be done. Check it off the to-do list. Mount it up there. First screw goes in. Tiny little crack. I was like, okay, I can get it. Like, that's fine. Second second screw goes in. Huge. Just like the bottom right corner. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. So now I have to redo the whole thing. Well, that's a bummer. That that super sucks. But that's a, that's the beauty of home projects, right? Just yep. Just do it. And There's always more it. to do. Oh, I mean, it'll be all right. Well, just it'll be all right. And you know what? Maybe our taste will change, and Katie will want different numbers up there. Yeah, it'll all work out. It'll all work out. Yeah. this is it'll a denial at all. Did you get your doors painted? Yes. Not. 100% finished. So the problem we're running into is we can't paint the outside door because it's too hot. Ah. Uh. So the door, the way our house is set up, right? The side door, so we only have a front door and a side door. The side mm-hmm. door is east facing and gets 1000% morning sun, just right. direct sunlight for all morning. So we have to like get up and paint it before the sun comes up and that's at like 5 30 <laughs> so that's we're just like we have to one day when it's like cool out and maybe a little bit rainy we have to get out and just do it yeah definitely because uh, that'll be that's the only way it's gonna get done because once it's like once the sun hits it you can't even touch it it gets so hot yeah gross 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 how's uh, your basement is your basement done yet uh no one yeah. day you'll get there one day I'll get there, and that'll be a finished basement. Now, you know, there's a lot to... We got to work on it. Joe, you keep looking at the done. sky. Are you going to get rained on? No, there was two squirrels now that were fighting in the limb above me. Uh, and now they're just going. Now they are just running all over the trees. And I might get attacked by a squirrel, too. We don't know. This is a very nice peek into the background of what we do when we record. Like, I just look at Joe and he's staring at a tree branch above him at this couple of squirrels just going <laughs> ham right, you know, right above him. Yeah. Um. Well, why don't we uh, jump into some news? You got something good for me. I do. I do. So, sorry, I was writing some down. So, parenting news of the week this week is actually really awesome, and we don't get it a lot is. of like super awesome news all the time. So this was really cool. Joe and I have talked about it for like five days. Um, yeah, it's a little bit delayed. It was right after we recorded our last episode that we found out. But so Sophia DiMartino, DiMartino. Yes. Very big in the new Loki series. Um, oh, yes. Very important. Has a huge role. She had a really big episode last week with a really cool costume. Mm-hmm. And then right after the episode aired, she put out on Twitter a picture of her with like half of her costume on, but it turns out her costume was modified so that she could breastfeed and pump while she was like yeah. on set and acting. That's, That's amazing. Fanta- That's fantastic. It's like That's super, so cool. super cool. It has like hidden zippers and flaps so that she can breastfeed yeah. and pump. That's amazing. Costumers are amazing people. And so, like, very cool. I want to ask you because you've worked closer to movie sets than I ever have or will. Uh, yeah. How, like, how often are suits tailored to the actor? Like, if it's a thing where you're wearing one costume the whole time, do they pretty much tailor it to the actor? Like, yeah. 
Yeah, I would say, you know, they have several versions of the costume and like they probably have like 30 different costumes for her. Um, each one specific to her and then they probably, her stunt doubles probably got a couple specific well, to that person. Mm-hmm. And then, But uh, I'm guessing if they did it for that costume, there's probably five or six of them that are just like it. That All have the same way. Zippers. Yeah, at least just, you know, it's it's a cool thing. It's very cool. That this happened, and it's awesome that she wrote like she wrote it on Twitter about it. She went out to the world and said, "Hey, I'm a working mom, and this is how they uh, they did this for me. This is how they modified it for me." That's that's amazing. We need inclusion like that in every workplace, every yeah. single one. Yeah, every office job just has modified. You hear that? Attire. Every office should offer <laughs> modified clothing for their employees. That's what I'm saying. That's you know, I I don't think my demands are that unreasonable. Right, exactly. But that is very cool. And it's very, it, it was so like just on brand, right? Like, oh, yeah. Like low key, big dad energy, big mom energy. Right. Like, all just kind of, it's it very it on is, brand for us. It really, really was. I was very excited that you sent that to me. I was like, oh, that's amazing. It's just awesome. It's just, like, there's not too much to say about it. And here we are talking about it for like five minutes, but like, not right. too much to say about it. But it, like, it's one of those things you look at and you're like, yeah, okay. Cool. Very cool. Uh, yeah. There's just not enough of that in the world. There's not. And especially, like, you know, the movie sets, right? Like, we're finally getting to a point where there's, uh, people are kind of writing about their experiences on movie sets and being mm-hmm. moms and parents on movie sets and stuff like that. But, like, I've never seen anybody say, like, look at this costume that was altered for me to do, to breastfeed. Right. Um, I mean, I think Scarlett Johansson was pregnant when she filmed one of the Avengers movies. I think Age of Ultron, maybe. Yeah. Um, so it's, you second, know, I don't think. Maybe it was the second Captain America. It could have been. But, like, you know, there's not really any. She never really talked about her costumes and how they modified so that she could. Maybe she has, but none that I've heard. But, um, but yeah, it was just very cool. It's a very cool thing. It's neat. Working moms all over this world. All over the place. They don't stop. Stars, they're just like us. <laughs> Joe, what do you think? Should we get into it? Let's do it. Let's, Let's get into it. You, you think we should? You think we should just like jump in? Yeah. Joe, you have been holding on to something for a while, and we as a podcast have been holding on to the same thing as well. Uh, yeah. And I think it's time that you you stop holding on to it and you just let it go. Just let it go. Just, just let, let the world just let the world know what you're doing. Okay. Uh so you've known for a couple weeks. Our families have known. Um and we posted it on Facebook this past week, but Kayla is pregnant again. <laughs> and it's exciting. Woo! Yeah. Yes, it's very, very exciting because Kayla's about at we're at about at the twelve and a half week mark right now. Almost awesome. thirteen weeks. And this is a huge, huge moment for us. Like everything we've been through, two miscarriages, this is just like, it's amazing. It's like we're over the moon, just completely thrilled with with where we're at, you know, in this journey and things continue to look good. Yeah. So it's just, it's been amazing. So yes, we are pregnant. We're having a second one and we did it only for the podcast. I mean, we were running out of content. That's the one and only reason, (laughs) like one of us had to do it and I'm still not sleeping. So like you had to do it. Exactly. So thank you for bringing more content. I'm sure our listeners are very happy with that. I know I am because God did we need it. 
Yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. Oh man, I'm I'm so happy for you guys, especially Thank after everything you. that happened. I it's it is so you guys have worked so hard to get to this point and I like I I'm just so happy. Just so happy. Thank I think you. I think about it all the time. Thank you. We it, every, I feel like all the time, all day I'm just like, "Kayla, how you feeling? You good?" Like, you feeling all right? Think that's okay? not gonna, that's not going to go away. <laughs> yeah. But uh it's great. We we're so happy. That's awesome. Yeah. So since we're milking you for content and we're going to continue to milk this for content yes. for I don't know, not roughly eight more months. Um seven more months. We'll see. Uh why don't you just launch in and, and give us a story? Yeah. So I know that your road to conceive Cora was rough. Yeah. And obviously the road to conceive baby number two was also rough, but a little bit different, right? Yeah. So like just walk us like what it was like trying to uh get pregnant with Cora and then what it was like for baby number two. For sure. So Kayla and I will be married for five years this September. Um you're old. I know, right? So shortly shortly after that, we kind of were like, all right, let's let's try. Let's try to have a baby. Um and you know, we we kind of for several, I don't know, maybe a year or so, two years almost, we just kind of were trying and nothing was happening. Mm-hmm. You know, like there just she wasn't getting pregnant. There was one time where she had a chemical pregnancy whereas like it came pregnant one day and then the next day was not. Oh wow. Yeah. That that um, would be really tough to get. Yeah, it was it was something crazy. So it was like, you know, it happened and then it was right away didn't. Um, so that one didn't really impact us really, you know, as much as, as anything else. Um, but about, let's see, Cora's going to be two. So we got pregnant in February of 2018, 2019. Yes. Yes. Um, in 2019, 2018, it was really 2018, um, the end of 2018, Kayla's like, we really need to change our lifestyle and try to figure out what's going on because we'd been trying for almost two years at that point and, and just couldn't get it to work. And finally, the end of the year, she's like, I'm not drinking. Like, I'm I'm done drinking. I'm going to see what, what can change, you know, what can happen. Yeah. Um, And we just tried and tried and nothing was going on. Um, And it probably was in the fall of 2018. Um, we were like, maybe we need to go look at ourselves and and get tested. You'd been trying for like two and a half years, right? Yeah. Roughly. You know, right. And, you know, Kayla's been tracking and trying to figure out ovulations and this and that. And, you know, it's just, it's just not sticking how we want. So we said, you know, let's take a look at ourselves. So, so Kayla went and, you know, got some labs done, got looked at, and everything seemed pretty okay for her yeah um there really wasn't much off that i could think of maybe there was a few blood levels that were off here and there but you know nothing super super concerning um and so she's like i think you need to go get tested um and do a fertility test and i said okay fine like let's let's go look so you know 
it's oh yeah those tests are very uh, weird <laughs> <laughs> they're just like they are in the movies right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. uh no oh boy uh so what we had to do was we got in touch with the fertility doctor mm-hmm. and they basically like yeah you know come by pick up this form pick up this little cup <laughs> and you know give us a, a sperm sample yep so they said, all right, but when it happens, you have, like, less than an hour to get it, like, get it in the cup and get it back to us. Like, you have to get it oh back to God. us. Oh, my God. That fact. Yeah. Well, I guess it doesn't live very long, right? So, like. Right. And it's like, don't get it too hot. Don't get it too cold. Jesus. And, yeah. What are you, and, and what are you doing? Baking a quiche? Like. <laughs> right. So the first sample we did, uh, sent it out. We took it to the doctor. And it was pretty shocking because that first test, it was probably, I don't know, October, November. Mm-hmm. Um, my sperm numbers were really, really low. Okay. Like, super, super low. I don't have the exact numbers. We probably have them in, the, in our record somewhere. Right, in your files. But the sperm numbers were low. The mobility on them was terrible. They give you, like, a percentage. What they do is they sample, like, I don't know, 100,000 right. of them. Well, there's millions um, of them in there, so exactly. So they test like a hundred thousand of them, and sperm count was low, the mobility was low, and the shape of the sperm were like almost all of them were incorrect. Oh, so sperm need to be shaped like a spoon, right? So that they can, you know, penetrate the egg. So I just picture my sperm are like blocks, just like hitting the. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fantastic visual. <laughs> Right. <laughs> they're or just like they're out there making right. Legos instead of trying to do their job. Exactly. Or like they got a crooked tail, so they're just like <laughs> swimming in circles, like not going anywhere. Um I was like, Oh, okay. Well, interesting. That's something mm-hmm. to think about. So then we you know, we were like, Okay, get on vitamins, you know, try the thing, you know, something else. So I went back, I think a month later, mm-hmm. six weeks later, and gave another one. And my numbers were lower than they were the first time. Oh god. Yeah, in like almost everything. And we were like, Shit. Okay, like like what do we do? You know, Yeah, like, what how can you fix that? You know, what's what what are the steps that you take to go ne- to you know, to do next? Yeah. So Eventually, it got to the point where we were like, okay, let's go, you know, let's go see a a specialist. Um, and uh, So, the fertility doctor so, is different than the specialist you went to see? Well, so, so we went to a fertility clinic first. Um, it, it was actually just kind of like a regular doctor's office. I think they were, they were a fertility clinic. Um, and then we went to a urologist. Oh, okay. To specifically look at me. Right. And right. like, hey, what's wrong? Like, is it something with like the scrotum? Is it something like with the, what could it be? Yeah. What can we do? So he, he gave me, you know, an exam and was like, well, you might have this, this bad vein that like is kind of cutting things off. You know, we can do surgery on that vein and see if we can like, yeah. And he was like, you know, but overall things aren't, you know, we, we really kind of don't have an answer for you. Mm-hmm. That's not the answer you want to hear. Exactly. And he asked, you know, a ton of questions. And it was just like, he was like, I really think the only thing wrong is, is, this, is this vein. And 
because um, we thought all kinds of things like is there a lump on one of the the testicles yeah. is it like you know something like this and he's like I ju- it could just be this vein you have this vein it could just be this vein um and we're like okay you know that didn't really help us out um so then in january we went to an actual clinic and you know at this yeah. point our options were pretty limited you know we were being told like you might not have any chance to conceive like things are so low um so so we went to this clinic and what they did was there's i ivf which is one that most people know in vitro fertilization where they take the egg and the sperm and basically combine the two outside of now kith yes yes (laughs) out of the womb and then they put it back into the the woman and and hope it takes right that's very expensive yes Um, and a high chance of twins Yes, very much so. But then there's a second option called IUI, which is inner uterine insemination. Oh. And I mean, there's no way it's it's artificially inseminating. That's like the best way to say it. Right, right. You know, that's that's what it is. So what they do for that is I had to go again, give a sample. Uh this was like the third or fourth time I had done samples at this point. And I tell you what, it's so awkward when you go, when you have to go into the office mm-hmm. to do this. Ugh. Um, this was the only one I did in office. It was on my birthday. Uh, what a terrible birthday present. Right. And it was 2019. So what they did was they took the sample and then they caught, they washed it is what they call it. Mm-hmm. And they clean all the bad sperm out and only fill up a catheter with good sperm. Hmm. Um, and then, you know, they had to do that. That took a couple hours. So Kayla and I, I we, we went there. Then we went to Big Boy and had breakfast. Nice. Nice. <laughs> and then came back. And we were actually supposed to go to our camp that day that we volunteer at for the yeah. weekend. Um, so we came back. And, and the process to do the IUI was kind of awful for Kayla. Sure. I mean, so they said, I, can, I can absolutely imagine. Like, Yeah. So they said, you know, there's not much sperm here. Like, there's not much good sperm. Like, in this. there's just not. Yeah. yeah. Um, but what they did was they filled this long catheter, I don't know, maybe like a foot long, foot and a half, and Kayla laid back, and they put it in, and they, so they did that, and they had, I think they had a camera as well at the same time. Sure. To try to like make sure it got into the right spot, it was you know hitting where it needed to, and they are just like stabbing Kayla on the inside, like oh, they are God. not getting the right spot. And we were there for probably an hour, hour and a half, like of them trying to do this, and they're like, we we can't get it to where it needs to go. The doctor finally came in and said, your uterus is shaped wrong. It's shaped oh. going forward. Most uteruses go backwards. Yours is shaped going forward. So it's it's not uncommon. Sure. But it was enough to where like it wasn't working. Like they were just stabbing Kayla. It was painful. And eventually they got it. They got it where it needed to go. And they, you know, released the sperm. So before that, um, earlier that week, I think like three days before, sure. Kayla had to do a shot that caused ovulation to happen. And this is what could cause the high chances of twins because it basically tells your body to just release eggs. Right. Yeah. Um, or to ovulate, you know, as right. much as possible. So she did the shot, and then, you know, we did that, and we it was a waiting game at that point. Um, 
So we went and did our camp, and a few weeks later, Kayla had her period. And that's where we were like, it didn't take, you know, it didn't yeah. happen. So this was in January. And then February rolled around, and I was like, all right, I'm not going to drink. We're just going to see what happens. Right. And it, that was the first year I think you had your Super Bowl party. Yeah. Maybe the second year. Um, and February rolled around, and I was like, you know, I'm not drinking, yada, yada. And uh, end of February comes up, and Kayla's pregnant. And it was just like... It was a fluke. Like, yeah, one just off, an accident, like, right? Like, like really, it, it was to the point where we were just like, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Like, right. we were really down in the, you know, in the dumps. We weren't trying. Well, I mean, when you put that much I mean, effort and work into it, right? And it's, it's not happening. Yeah. Like, and then it then just happens. Yeah. And it's like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. I remember I was laying in bed and Kayla went to the bathroom and she just goes, Joe. And I was like, what <laughs> and she just like ran into the bedroom with the test and it was positive and we were That's like awesome. oh my god so once she was pregnant there was no problems yeah cora's pregnant or kayla's pregnancy with cora was like perfect the whole way through must be nice right <laughs> and uh we had cora and everything was great kayla's told that story on there on here before yeah so then the road to to now was last June we were again it was fluke we wanted to wait longer till Cora was older but yeah. Cora was like eight months old and uh Kayla got pregnant it was like a situation where we weren't trying again and yeah we were hanging out one night and she was just kind of like oh my period might it's like kind of supposed to be here but it's not right well and also and she, post people don't talk about this enough but post-pregnancy like periods are wacky like they're yeah. like they'll be like two in a month and then there won't be another one for like six months it's just wacky yeah so i think she had one period and then she got pregnant and we were like shit okay you're pregnant like mm-hmm. all right let's let's go let's you know let's get back in the reins core is gonna be the age difference is gonna be yeah <laughs> like not that long just over a year um and we found out in june and then in August, we went in, and again, I've told the story on the podcast yeah. before, too. It's just, you know, it wasn't measuring past five or six weeks, and we had to do a miscarriage. Right. Or, you know, we basically had to make it happen because there was no heartbeat. Um, so after August, you know, we were like, let's wait a couple months. It really killed us. Yeah. Um, I mean, coming back emotionally from that is awful. right. And then in December, it happens again. It's just like these one-offs, and like you know, we're not trying. I wanted to wait several more months before trying again. Right, 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 right. Um, and December it happens. Kayla's pregnant, and we're like, God, okay, yeah, <laughs> here we I go guess, again. I guess this is it, right? Yeah. And after the first miscarriage, we really became on edge about everything. Right and you know very cautious especially me like i was very very cautious you know i didn't want to get too excited um and then in january we got that same news baby's not growing there's no heartbeat kayla said she saw a heartbeat with the second one um 
or well, the third pregnancy, the second miscarriage. Right. Um, she said she saw a heartbeat once when she went in, and it was faint. But she saw it, and that gave her hope. But then a week or two later, we went back in, and there was nothing. Um, so the same, yeah. So the same thing happened. You know, we had to. Kayla had to take the medicine that caused her mm-hmm. to miscarry, and that one I didn't think hit me as hard. I just felt maybe I was just like yeah. disassociating, whatever. But that night, I got into the shower and I just broke down and just like lost it in the shower. Yeah, how um, could you not? Yeah. And I told Kayla, I was like, I want to wait. I want to mm-hmm. wait months. And the doctor was like, wait at least three months. Like, wait for your, you know, your cycle to come back at least one full cycle or Body a couple be cycles. Healed. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um, and Kayla's been really, really cautious about what she's been eating, what she's been drinking. She did some blood tests, found out she has MTHFR, which is this weird, you know, uh, genetic issue that causes her body not to, um, tolerate, uh, folate, which is, uh, synthetic folic acid. Oh, okay. Which folates in like everything. Yeah. I, Katie and I have discussed it before. It's literally like in every food and some people just have like a yeah. really hard time with it. Yeah, and folic acid basically comes from greens, leafy mm-hmm. greens. Um, and then she also found out that she has a mild gluten intolerance. Oh. So she cut gluten out. She kind of changed her diet a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, in in May, you know, it was really, we really, really wanted to wait. Like, let your body heal. Right. Uh. And then in May, she took her pregnancy test, and it came up positive. And again, automatically, it wow. came to that like, shit, 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 shit. Like, okay, all right, all right, let's let's stay cool. Everybody, remain calm. Everyone, stay <laughs> calm. <laughs> and uh, then we went to our eight week appointment, and as soon as they put the like, did the ultrasound right away, we saw a heartbeat, like really strong, yeah, really, really fast. It looked great. It's, and then So you had been to an eight week appointment before, right? Yeah. So uh, uh for both? Yes. So this just right off the bat felt you like knew it was different, right? Like right yeah. off the bat you just felt like Yeah, this yep. is new. This is different. Yep. So I think we actually were measuring about seven weeks, which would have been about a week or two more than the babies that we had lost. Okay. Um it was right at seven weeks, you know, the doctor wanted to take Kayla in to be cautious and, you know, check her, do some tests. Mm-hmm. Um, but Kayla actually had a bottle of prednisone as well because her body doesn't make prednisone, prednisone um, as well as it should. I think you were at the first. Pred? With a D? Prednisone? Pred? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. The female testosterone? Yeah. Yeah. And you basically need that to, to carry a baby. Right. So she started taking... The, she started taking that, you know, to make sure that the body was, was doing it. And we went in, saw that heartbeat, and we were like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. And then we went in two weeks later, and it grew, and it measured bigger. That's fantastic. Uh, and Kayla got the actual ultrasound pictures, and we were like, okay. like, And now we're, we're here at 12 and a half weeks, and she goes back in in a couple weeks here, at, you know, just to do a checkup and... So here we are. So it's just it's it's a wild, wild ride, and Damn. you know we we announced it to the world last week. 
Yeah, 12 weeks. We feel really good about it. I hope we don't have to say anything else. I you know. know. I um it is hard. I mean, so my next question is like how have those two miscarriages like shaped you and Caleb's view on this pregnancy? Um, we're both super excited, right? Sure. And like I said, I, I continue to ask Kayla like all the time, every day, how do you feel? How are you feeling? How are mm-hmm. things going? Um, I think it's just really on edge, like just being more cautious and making sure that she's doing everything she can. Yeah. I'm trying, you know, to support her as best as I can. Um, but it's really just kind of day by day, you know, there's really nothing we can do because you can't get an ultrasound every day. <laughs> you wish you, you could know? though, right? Right. So it's like, you know, really we know people that have lost kids like right before they were supposed to be born, you know, uh, yeah. you know, at like the 20 week mark. So like a loss can happen at any time in this process. And it's just, we're staying positive. We're feeling good. Um, Got to hold on to the hope. Exactly. So it's really just just really just living like it's always no matter what, it's gonna work out and it's yeah. gonna be okay. And and we it will be. And he it's a boy. We're having a boy. Woo! Kayla did a blood test and found out it's a boy. So Welcome to the boy dad community. Yeah. Uh which is exciting. So I have I have two questions left. Uh my yeah. first one, I'm glad you, you brought that up because uh are you ready to be a boy dad i think so uh i think i'm mostly looking forward to boy clothes okay okay because okay. boy clothes are so much better than girl clothes all the girls clothes that we find like out in the world that your big box stores are like mm-hmm. pink and frilly and dressy like it's just like come on i got news for you buddy all what's the bo- that all the boy clothes are blue sharks and dinos right so- but I like boy styles better. I That's can get fair. some baby Hawaiian shirts going for him, some button-ups. Joe, 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 Joe. On Friday, we're going to a rehearsal dinner, and Ben is wearing a Hawaiian romper. Oh, I love it. A Hawaiian romper. It's going to be so fantastic. Good. I think I'm going to have to wear my Hawaiian shirt because it's orange. It matches. Like we, we could be wearing the same thing. But I also feel yeah. like maybe it's like – uh, for her dinner, maybe I should wear like a jacket over it. Yeah, yeah. why not? Throw a cardigan over top of it. Classes it up a little bit. It's gonna be ninety degrees. Not gonna wear a cardigan. <laughs> <laughs> or you should get a Hawaiian romper. A you know, get a gr- grown adult Hawaiian romper. Male rompers are in, Joe. They're in. That's what I hear. I haven't seen them, but I read that somewhere. That's fair. That's fair. All right. So you feel pretty good about being a boy dad. Yeah. You know I mean. I- Here's here's what I'm going to tell so. you. There's going to be a lot more pee on the floor. <laughs> Absolutely. So far, there's been really none with Cora, which has been great. Oh, then there's going to be infinite amount more pee on the floor because, like, all the time. You take a diaper off, he's peeing on the floor. It's gone. Right. So, good luck. Yeah. And so, yeah, my, so I... my last question. Is this it? Are you getting the surgery after this? You done? If everything goes well... Baby comes out healthy. Yep. Perfect. Yes, I am done. Yeah. Uh, you said it on a podcast. You can't go back. Yeah. I can't I, believe you just committed to that. What are you doing? For for a long time, I wanted three kids, but I can't. I can't go through this again. Like, no. 
everything that we've been through, and I've told Kayla this, I'm like, I can't. And, you know, if something happened with this baby, which, again, it's not going to, everything's going to be great. Right, right. I've said, like, I'm done. Like, I can't. There's My heart can't take it. I absolutely understand that. I mean, it's... I say this a lot to the few new parents that, um, like, especially around my work and stuff, and, you know, people are like, oh, what's being a new dad like? I'm like, you have never, and this is a common thing that a lot of people say, but you don't know you have the capacity to love like you do right. until you have a child. Yeah. Right. Like, there's literally nobody in the world that I would do the things that I do for except because he's my child, right? Like, yeah. You just don't have that unlocked, right? It's like a, a a locked level in a video game. You don't have it unlocked until yeah. you until you get there. Um, mm-hmm. and to go through having that and losing it twice, yeah, I couldn't imagine. I, I honestly, I I couldn't imagine it. Yeah, it's it's rough, but like I said, everything everything is so good so far, you know. Like, and and we feel really great about it, and I'm really really excited, I'm and so happy. I'm glad. Ugh. I can't wait, and I can't wait to see what uh, Cora is gonna be like as a big sister. Like, what what's Cora gonna be like? You know, that's ah oh, man, that is that is a question. That is a right? real question. Like, now you, I'm thinking in my own lens, right? Of like, yeah, what is, what would Ben be like? What would Cora be like? Like, Cora likes to sit around in her toy bin and watch Bluey. Like, is she gonna teach she the does. new baby how to do that? Is is right? that gonna be like? The thing? Yeah, so our niece is seven months old. Mm-hmm. Um, Kayla's brother's daughter. And when we went on our trip a few weeks ago, Cora loved the baby. She ca- just kept calling her the baby. And, like, would go up and kiss her and, like, oh, baby, and just, like, walk up and give her a kiss. Or, like, if her blanket was on the floor, she would, mm-hmm. like, go grab a blanket and try to cover the baby up. Or... Even if her baby didn't want the binky, she would grab the the binky and be like, "Binky, baby, like binky," <laughs> and like shove it in her face. Um, so I think she'll be very caring, yeah. but I think she'll also get very frustrated and upset with the baby because the baby um, can't play. Right. Exactly. I think that that's got to be the hardest part for a kid to put together. Of like, this is someone who's just like you, except they don't have anything yet. Right. Like, yeah, they can't play. They can't watch TV. They can't like chat like yeah they're just like you but they're like not there yet right that's yep. gotta be the hardest thing for a kid to get for sure so we'll see i you know i'm excited and at the same time i'm also like always afraid i'm always on edge like what's it gonna be like today how are things going um but then i'm also like afraid and i shouldn't be because it's like i love cora so much like mm-hmm. this little girl is my whole world What's going to happen when, a, you know, a new baby comes in? Like, will I? I know I will. But that, that question is like, how can I love a second thing as much as I love Cora? And yeah. I know that I will. You know what I equate it to? It's the same thing that you didn't know you could love Cora as much as you love Cora, right? Right. You don't know that your body has that ability to equally love those things equal. Right. right. To equally love them as much as humanly possible. But it's there. It exists. Yeah. You know, it's it's just it's just waiting to be unlocked. And it will mm-hmm. be as soon as your new baby comes. Yeah, yeah. So due date is in January. Uh you, you hoping for like right around your birthday? 
Uh, I could take it or leave it. I'll be honest. Ben's born two days before my birthday. I'm never having a birthday again. <laughs> no, I, not at all. I forgot my own birthday this year. I forgot to tell this story on here. So we're planning really? Ben's big one year one year birthday, right? And we're looking at the calendar. Yeah. Um, we're like, yeah, it's gonna be you know, it's gonna be on the twenty eighth. It's you know, the day before his birthday. All this stuff. And Katie's like, well, what do you want to do for your birthday? I'm like, what birthday? He goes, <laughs> your birthday. Like, I don't know. What day is it? Like, I what? when's my birthday? I don't know. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's like two days after Ben's. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's, it's, we'll just go get dinner or something. I don't I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So I, I could take it or leave it, but I'm hoping that we can get Kayla on to either do, like, monthly updates or yeah. weekly updates. Like, you know, how are things going? How are you feeling? So that way we have that on the uh, here on the podcast. Like, let's do kind of a check-in with the mom-to-be, you know? Joe? Anything where we can milk this pregnancy for more content, I am on board with. So let's do it. <laughs> let's absolutely do it. Perfect. Awesome. But yeah. So there you go, world. Well, Joe, baby number two, Lopez number two. We're so happy. We can't wait to hear all the updates and see and and just experience Lopez number two with you. Yeah, it's gonna be exciting. I'm excited. All right, Joe. Let's get out of here. We've been- We've been yabbing for almost a full hour now, so. Oh, good. I'm sweating. I'm sweating all over this chair. I, can't I know. Wait to it's like a thousand night. degrees. Again, stop putting your office outside. Oh <laughs> uh, Well, thank you all so much for listening and, and coming with us on this journey. And now you know my news and, you know, tell everybody about it. Tell everybody about the podcast. Let everybody know that, that we've got some interesting stories. We've got some interesting insights. Um. Please go on. We appreciate. Please go on one rooftop and shout it from, just one, <laughs> any rooftop. Just go to one rooftop. Any and rooftop shout it. doesn't even have to be yours. Yep. While you're up there, clean the gutters. Yeah, or at least check them and let them know. Yeah. Um. But thank you so much for listening. We really, really appreciate it. Um. And thanks to Planet Ant for having us on their podcast network. If you haven't, go check out all the other shows that they have. There's some really, really great shows, and there's something for everybody on mm-hmm. there. Um. Yeah. And if you haven't yet, please go follow us on social media. We're at Big Dad Energy Pod on Twitter and Instagram. You can find us on Facebook at Big Dad Energy. Um, all those follows help. Like I said, I did an Instagram takeover this weekend. Joe's gonna do another one here in a few weeks. Um, we're just we're trying to use those platforms to keep up with you guys throughout the week because I know, you know, a couple of episodes a week is are great, but the more and more we can just put out and uh interact with you guys, the better. So uh go and follow us there. It's really uh really great so all right well thank you guys so much for listening we appreciate it you know every every listen helps and we just you know we'll keep bringing this to you as long as you guys keep listening so thanks so much you know all right well for both of us i'm jerry schmansky i'm joe lopez and remember click your tongs twice before you use them Dance. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.